Oh yeah, muchachos and muchachas. It is your pal, Sean. It is time for a breakdown of episode 114, part 3 of Geekstars. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to episode 114, part 3. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> I'm your host, Dan. <laughs> People were going, what the fuck happened? Here's what happened. Is, and during the music, I was dancing around and I was doing the old booby shake, kind of like like I was like some sort of like Latin review, like just dancing. And it made me go, hello, muchachos and muchachas. And I lost it. <laughs> and he was trying hard to keep it in, but it, obviously you heard it on there. <laughs> like I said, the, sometimes the visual of the show, what we're doing, is way funnier than the actual shit we say. Yeah. It's all about keeping the energy up, folks. You know, keeping the energy light and positive so that way it comes through in our voices. You don't want us, you know, just kind of going, what are we doing? All right. Hey, so hi, welcome to the show. Um, you know, we want to sound like NPR or your local news radio station. Like, today in Geek News, this happened. <sighs> that was fascinating, wasn't it? <laughs> like I've heard other shows in the past, and I just kind of feel like they're never really jazzed up going into it. It's like to them, it feels like a job. Yeah, you know, it's like, hi, welcome to that blah 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 blah. And this week's show, we're gonna do this. It's like that doesn't sound like fun at all. You're not selling it. <laughs> I'm actually bored. Let's like, oh my god. <sighs> Oh, yeah, pass. You know, <laughs> at least with us, you know, you'll get dick and fart jokes, and we try to come in. I try to goof around while we're, you know, while we're getting ready to record this stuff to keep it light, fun. Then when we come back in, the energy's still there. Yeah. You know, you know, we're we're people. We want to make sure you feel the joy and love and the humor when we come when we start the show. It better be kick ass. You know. Whether or not it lasts, it's not my problem. You're already downloaded. You're listening to it. I apologize if it all turns to shit. But at least you know the first minute and a half will be like, yeah, I'm ready to rock out. Woo! I'm already got the porn on. I already got the porn going. I'm rocking out my cock out. They've got the geeks just playing in the background and the porn on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I hope you people listen to part one <laughs> that joke is way out of context for you <laughs> right now people are going shit I am listening to part three one I gotta go back and listen to part one <laughs> fuck <laughs> so anyway um, welcome to part three um, in this part we bring you nerd news Yeah. in this week's nerd news some of the articles range from Fantastic Four yeah. <laughs> I forgot for a second a little bit of Marvel a little bit of TV. It's just sequels of the nineties. Sequels, sequels of the nineties, and the the torment that some of us are feeling with Gotham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That got in there somehow. Yeah, it was folks. It, it started on one track, and as you know, if you're a faithful listener to the show, we tend to fall down some rabbit holes of just babbling bullshit. <laughs> and this was one of those moments where we went off track. Uh, we ran, you know, motor mouth that way. You're like, hey, we try to bring it back on point, but it was, it was already too far gone. It's too, too derailed. Sometimes you just kind of you know, when a train gets derailed, sometimes you're going to do is go, woo! And just and meet the inevitable fate of whatever it lands, it lands. If you survive it, good for you. If you don't, well, at least you went out smiling. 
You know. <laughs> just bury it and just build new tracks over it. Yep. <laughs> if it happened at Disneyland, it'd just be just close the ride down for an hour or two, wash, 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 back on. What <laughs> <laughs> hour? It's 10 minutes. <laughs> That's a good point. Man, did they kill any uh, of raft of people murdered during the It's, it's a Small World? Yeah, I knew that was coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the rides, the out of all the rides, that's <laughs> the only one you can go. I think I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to say it this way: the most logical one would be the It's a Small World. That show, that song gets so annoying, and mm. you know, you just at any moment you just want to just drown the boatload of people going. I'm, is there an iceberg in here I can hit? <laughs> you know, I know it's Florida. Or Hollywood, I mean California, you know. I thought you were going to say cock. No, I would have said that. I just want to hit a cock. I just want to hit a cock. No, I want to hit an iceberg. Like, you know, iceberg right ahead, it's a small blah, 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 I think it's still going to work with a cock. You know, but I would say the second, the runner-up to that, like, murder massacre... Yeah. Would be the Haunted Mansion. No, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love the Haunted Mansion, and I think it's an enjoyable ride, and I think everyone loves the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. But if you get that slightly disturbed person that maybe didn't take their medication that morning, yeah. and you throw them into that situation where there's ghosts and goblins and spooky stuff, yeah. they might flip out and wind up killing a whole cartload of people. That'd be nice. Nice? No, it wouldn't be. Uh, no, it would sure? be. It would be a shame. <laughs> I think it would be a shame because I because I don't want the Haunted Mansion to be tainted by the blood of the innocent. <laughs> Let that happen. She's, fucking, she's, she's like dating with the ashes of loved ones. That's fine. <laughs> but at least, you know, I, I, you know, if, if you're going to like do a murderous rampage, do it in, you know, it's a small world. Because maybe if it's bad enough, they'll shut the ride down. Like, you know, you accidentally push your loved one off of the, the ship in the Peter Pan ride. <laughs> oh, my God. I got impelled in Big Ben. That miniature Big Ben just sticking out of his gut. <laughs> As a next... <laughs> Thing floods by with all that cute music. Like, oh, this is great. Oh my god, there's a giant on top of Big Ben. <laughs> little Timmy, little Bobby, and little Angela, age five, six, and seven. Traumatized, eh? When they saw their father fall out of the. father fa- Saw their father fall out of the Peter Pan ride and impale himself on the Big Ben. <laughs> At first, they thought, how is this possible? And my dad is huge because that Big Ben were flying above the city. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were really heartbroken when they found out it was just a ride. It was just a bunch of miniatures. <laughs> so our hearts go out to the family. 20 minutes later, the ride was back up and running. <laughs> just pull out the big band, plant another one, just keep moving. <laughs> they, they, pull, they pulled him off first while his blood was spewing everywhere. Yeah, they just lifted it right off with a guy, some, some big burly guy threw it over his shoulder. You know, in the angle where the big Ben just kind of hanging off his shoulder with the guy hanging off the end like he's like <laughs> speared a fish. <laughs> just kind of quickly carting off. But they don't stop the ride fully. They stop it and just pause it so like the people like 20 feet behind and 20 feet in front can still watch all this going on being horrified. As, this as big- you hear, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. In the background, it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> like, no, you can't. Like, and the guy's going, no, you can't, no, you can't, no, you can't. Obviously, no, you can't, no, you can't. <laughs> and then there's you know, another guy, as, as he's pulling out the big band, slapping it over his shoulder with the guy hanging off the end and walking away. Steve, the other guy, is coming in with the new big band and planting it in. So that's why it's only 20 minutes. Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> Just keep moving. Keep it moving, kids. Keep it moving. 
<laughs> Look. Oh, wow. How ironic. The blood spilled into a form of Mickey ears. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Think that's stained by the blood of loved ones. <laughs> anyway, this is the beginning of part three, right? Yes. All right. So, yeah. So, you know what? Enjoy Nerd News. And we'll be back to wrap it all up for you in a nice, neat little Thanksgiving Day bow for all of you to consume. And it might have been the end of that song, but it's not the end of Geeksters, yo. It's time for Nerd News. But you're listening to on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. I Ed really got thrown off. I, bro- I broke. I broke his OCD. That's we right. We could have just went right into that. We could have gone right in because the freaking music took too long. Could have, should have. <laughs> but nope. Do you want nope. to build Ed a Ed just wanted lab? to keep doing that. The fucker. All right. So, uh, what do you got for nerd news this week, Ed? Here's who almost played Guardians of the Galaxy's. Star Lord, if Chris Pratt hadn't worked the job, uh, Chris Pratt hadn't gotten the job, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. All right, it's not how you pronounce it, but all right. How did I pronounce it? Not that way. <laughs> all right. Trust, trust me, when you listen to the replay, you'll go, "Oh, he's right." I'll hear it the same <laughs> way. I said it right. I don't care. <laughs> I don't listen to myself. All right, all right. So now this is, I thought, weird. A weird choice, but it could have. It would have been a completely different movie. It would have been I, a horrible movie. I don't. But the thing is, I don't know if who the hell is that? Exactly, that's the problem. Hold on, he's the guy from. He's Roger from. Uh, um, it's always sunny. It's always, always sunny. sunny. You ever seen it? It's always sunny. Like an episode. An episode. Yeah. And you know the, you know the brother. It's bad enough. I live in Philly. I don't want to be reminded of it. Do you, do you know there's they're the brother and sister of that show? There's like there's the blonde and her. As D and her brother. There's Sam, Roger. Max. Uh, no, not Sam, Max. This is my blank stare. She exactly. Know. She, she, she doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> so explain to her about a show she doesn't watch. <laughs> There's a brother and sister. He plays the brother. Yes. You know. And he's not funny at all. I find him funny. I find, I find the other two funny. Charlie and, so, uh, and Max. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, that guy. That yeah. guy. Charlie no. will always be my favorite. No. Out of that whole group, I can see Charlie and Matt. I mean, obviously, Dan DeVito is already a star in his own right. Yeah. Um, Charlie Day, I can maybe yeah. see do it. Yeah, Charlie's great. He's awesome. Or maybe Rob Rob McElhenney, I can maybe see Your cat's been too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite bit of all time in that show. That's comedy. When he uh, was coming up with his idea for kitten mittens. Oh, I love it. If you get a chance, search out YouTube kitten mittens and put it on our page. Because I love that commercial. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean. <clears throat> so in a recent interview with uh, James Gunn, he was talking about it. And he says that, you know, he was glad that Chris Pratt, Pratt worked out. Right. But if he didn't, he had this in the wings. Of course, though, he came later along uh, pretty much. Chris Pratt has signed up and is ready to go. Right. Just working out. To... It, it would have been like if, if something would happen to Chris Pratt along the way, this guy would have st- stepped in and be able to. I mean, I think he's It'd funny. be a shame if Chris Pratt had an accident. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, I, don't, I don't know if this movie would have been as successful because here's the problem. Um, Chris Pratt comes over, comes more. He's more charming as a smart ass mm-hmm. where. The other guy is just a smart ass. He's funny because he's a smart ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would have been a different char- take on the character, I think. Right. And I think Chris Pratt added that kind of childlike wonder and amusement to what Ooh. he was doing. You know, so 
I don't know. She's Facebook and so uh, rabbit hole. No, thing? the childhood wonder. Oh, oh. oh. move oh. along. <laughs> move so, along. So yeah. So uh, sounds like a kid and a priest. They all can't be winners. That was a solid. Waka waka. That was a solid triple. At least they got on base. Yeah. Right. So, all right. What else you got? Fox and Disney bosses respond to the Fantastic Four comics cancellation. <laughs> As we've reported last week, we were talking about the Fantastic <laughs> Four. We were saying that it was canceled, and they finally decided to, to tell speak. Why. So there's their versions of their it. Their versions. Their versions of it. Yeah. Let's, this... Took them a while for it to get through legal. Oh, I think I think they went, oh boy, a lot of people are not liking this Doctor Doom. It's a good thing we're canceled now. Let's tell them why. <laughs> <laughs> so... A uh, Hollywood reporter had a roundtable with the CEO and chairman of Fox and of um, Disney Studios, who owns the rights of a... So, Alan Hoare, who... Alan Hoare? Hoare. <laughs> sorry, Hoare. Uh, sorry, Alan. Alan Hoare. <laughs> That's okay. He's, he's an executive. He's, Chances are he is. He is. <laughs> he's, he's a chairman. I didn't think he got the job. Yeah. He's the chairman at, at Disney Studios. Yeah, he's... Chairman. A, wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. He, and the Fox chairman and CEO. He took that black jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> Be an executive, all right. Ow! <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> All right, so go ahead. So what, 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 what was the official word, Ed? Basically, they were the, the, the Disney Studios, who own Marvel, saying basically that the sales were so low that they canceled it. And Fox was kind of agreeing with it, and they feel that it doesn't matter. <coughs> Wait, that sales the, of the previous movies? No, no, sales of the comic book. Comic book. Oh, they canceled the Fire Force yeah, for comics. Gotcha. 2015 is going to see the end of the Fantastic yeah, Four yeah. in comics. A comic that's been run for well over 70 years at this point. Yes. You know, mm. which, you know, all right. I'm, I mean, do you think that they maybe, rather than just canceling it outright, that maybe they could have... You know, done done some it, kind of gimmick to try and pull them, or is it just in a tailspin that's well, not going to happen? Here's the thing: is is that I'm going to say, yeah, and you know what? They're probably canceling the Fantastic Four, but they're probably not canceling Ultimate Fantastic Four, mm. which is the Ultimate Universe, which was a lot of the new cinematic movie takes place in. Okay. So, but I still think you know, like them canceling the Fantastic Four, they could have rebooted. They killed off Johnny Storm a couple years back, but typical comic fashion. They brought him back. Back, right. Yeah, he wasn't dead. He was just stuck in the planet that he that he sacrificed himself for the rest of the family for. You know. Did a noble jester died? Well, no one knew because everyone was sad. He brought him back. It's a repeat. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, it's, it's, who's, who's next on the chopping block? Who haven't we returned from the dead yet? Yeah. Johnny Storm. Well, snuff out the flame, but there'll still be a spark. I wonder if there is any characters in any of the lineups that are just gone like you don't like they're not back well i, I, I want to th- i want to think there's one x-men character that nobody's ever heard of you, you know, bear with me for a sec because it was from the 60s uh, uh, uh thunderbird was a, a character he was an Indian. i thought that was a drink <laughs> no didn't they bring him back as tomahawk no that's that tomahawk's a different character oh uh, but it's still Amer- african american indian african yeah. american indian <laughs> he's got the black jonas <laughs> the size of his tomahawk wall yeah waka waka gives a new meaning to the word scalped <laughs> <laughs> he's also I... jewish so he performs boils on the side <laughs> Oi, I'm Black John. This I'm here for the moil. <laughs> I'm a little snip snip. Good as new. Oh my I god. I just shove it on my tongue. Yeah. Got something to not shove while I'm doing this? 
That's Lachaim. So where was I? Okay, so you're saying that basically the sales of the Fantastic Four is what drove them to say, you know what? Sales suck, so we're just going to cancel a lot. Right, and Fox has no problem with this at all. Well, of course not. Fox isn't going to give a shit, because you know why? Because they're now betting on the fact that this their new Fantastic Four movie is going to make enough money for them to go, you know what? We can do whatever we want. We yeah, have- apparently the director, Josh Tranks, Josh Trank is, is the director of this new Fantastic Four right. movie. Apparently he's getting a lot of hate from this movie. Yeah! Even coming out. Like, I thought it was like, you know, like people were like into this, like... Right. No one's into this. That's, That's not, like, I'm not into it. I mean, we've, we've, we've already established that last week. I mean, the three of us are not yeah. into this. I mean, there is that morbid curiosity because, like, you want to see this being mm-hmm. the biggest piece of shit of all time, but I'm not paying eight bucks to, to figure it out. Yeah. Like, I, this will be a movie that I'll pay some street vendor ten bucks for a bootleg copy to watch and go... You know Sad way for cable. You know, I mean, I'd rather do that. I have, like, a shitty copy like the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I just, I mean, I really want there to be, like, one of the DVD extras or something. There's, like, a little extra when it hits DVD of him just responding to one question. What the fuck were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Take it away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you and always. just sit back and wait. The problem is, is that Ed's been saying this for a while. All you need is one bad comic book movie mm-hmm. to bring it all down. Yeah. It might be this movie, yeah. and it's got nothing to do with the Marvel Universe. Especially considering, like, they have movies planned out, like, <clears throat> years in advance, right. now, you know, like, with this whole universe, so... Yeah, now, yeah, now they, the Fox movie's got nothing to do with that because yeah. they own the rights to the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. However, Fantastic Four is associated with Marvel. Yeah. And if that movie's so bad yeah. that a lot of people are going to go, I don't really think I want to see the next Marvel movie because... It's going to fuck it up. It sucks. So, I mean, them canceling the comic book, as much as they say sales are down, I still think it's one of those, I guarantee you, this future Sean is thinking that they canceled it because they're so pissed off at the way the movie was created and designed and all the changes they made went, oh my God, this sucks so bad. We need to disassociate ourselves with it. Cancel Cancel the magazine, cancel the comic in hopes that Fox, there'll be no interest in a sequel to this movie mm-hmm. because there's no comic book to, to base it off. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, therefore, they're going to revert the rights back to Disney and then Disney and Marvel go, guess what we're doing? The Fantastic Four comic book's coming back after all these times. Just coincide with the new Fantastic Four movie. Woo! <laughs> we're going to do it right. We're going to reboot it and we're going to mm-hmm. say, that should never happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just I I like to be the the fly on the wall of this meeting. <clears throat> oh, so would I. The before like mm-hmm. they met at this round table because you know Fox <clears throat> had one idea and of course you know Marvel had well, the other. Mm-hmm. Fox doesn't have to talk with Disney. I mean, they own the rights, so they don't have to. They don't have. Yeah, but I mean, imagine imagine you coming into the CEO of Fox and going, "Fuck, they canceled the Fantastic Four right. comic books." I mean, how do you take that? Yeah, I mean, it's just like hey, it's, I'm like like <laughs> fuck you, Disney. Like you know like. You know, uh, we're we're getting shit canned as it is with this every time they leak some actress or actor, you know, leak something. You know, we yeah, f- like, you know, first they got I'm sure they got some black backlash. I said backlash, <laughs> <laughs> some backlash about making Johnny Storm black. Yeah, I'm sure they got some people to bitch about that. Again, mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah. You know, um, curious about how they're going to establish them being brother and sister if they're going to do that now at this point. Um, I would say I'm a little furious about the fact that they're all kind of like not even scientists at this point. 
you know, I don't even know how, are they going to be out in space? Or is it like space camp going awry? Yeah. You know, this thing with Dr. Doom. Jake's nuts friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... They're super friends. <laughs> so it's like, and then with Doom not even be the leader of his own people, it's, he's an internet troll named Doom. <laughs> it's like. Where are they going? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I want to follow. Yeah, I'm like, well, what is he going to be like scarred, or is that the reason why? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm like, what, what the fuck? Like I said, morbid curiosity has me mm. wanting to watch that movie, but not pay a fucking cent for it because yeah. I just really hope that it's one of those moments where I think that you know, yeah, sure, you know, I do believe we all should get together to cure hunger, you know, we cure AIDS, cure cancer, black jaundice, black jaundice. I think we should start off small, and we all boycott this movie. Yeah, if we can all boycott this movie, where we, you know, when we do the top box office releases, you know, it's not even it's not even on the top five or top ten or top ten. It want to be one of those movies that oh, made a million dollars. That was it. Like, yeah. you know, then I, I want to make it like seven hundred fifty thousand or something. You like want to make it break even for the million? million yeah, yeah, like like yeah, something so horribly bad that. Fox, like, I want to see people lose their jobs but, over this. Yeah, <laughs> see, the thing is, but like, 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 I agree with you 100%. Like, like, like yeah, you know, fuck the man, you know, get rid of this. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. That could be the thing that unravels this whole thing. Like, if right. you're like, you know, ban it, ban this movie, da, 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 and nobody goes to see it, you know, based off a lot of people saying that, then does that become, like, the next Marvel movie that comes out? Mm-hmm. Will that destroy that I, one? I, I don't, you know, like that's it's it's a thin line, but I can see the only thing that I can say on the positive note is that because if people can clearly and distinctively know that this Fantastic Four has got nothing to do with Disney or Marvel, this is 20th Century it's Fox. A se- it's a whole separate entity. It's right. a separate entity. Like that, that movie does not exist in the good shit that you've been saying. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like. Buying, well, you know what though? It's like eating caviar. Yeah, and then someone comes along with a knockoff brand. Yeah, and tries to sell it to the caviar eating people, and they all go, "Ew, this is shit!" Boom, and they still it might have that effect of going, "I really appreciate the good shit." Yeah, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna ignore the bad shit. Well, also too, the fact is, is that you know, I don't think this is actually going to be the movie because they've already made Fantastic two Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. That stunk. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're horrible, but they were not. They're, they're, they weren't where they needed to be. They're yeah. watchable. Yeah. But I also do think that was prior to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the universe that DC is trying to create. Like, I do think it's before. When, when did when those movies come out? Can you look those up for yeah. me, please? Fantastic when, what, Fantastic Four of Rise of the Silver Surfer versus, uh, you want to go with Iron, Iron Man? Man? I'm going to say Iron Man was what? Uh, 2008, I think. I think so. I think Fantastic Rise of Silver Surfer might have been 2005. Really? It's an no. old movie. It's, a, it's an old... Dude, I saw it on basic cable earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they suck. I, I think... I, I think Rise... 2005 and 2007. Wow. Was wow. Fantastic Four and then Rise of the Silver Surfer. Wow. 2007 was Rise of the Silver Surfer? Yeah. And then 2008's Iron Man. And then, yeah. okay, so... Yeah, 2008 I was, was 2005, Iron Man. which was wrong, wrong Fantastic Four. Four movie, right? Yeah, so Fantastic the Fantastic Four movies coming up over being ten years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. wow. You know, so I mean, it's it's yeah, hasn't I mean, time helped, flies. Hasn't held yeah. up, man. No, it, I mean, it as hasn't. far as like the the effects and everything go, like I was just watching 
Silver Surfer um, a few weeks ago, and I was not. I mean, as good as the effects were in two thousand seven, relatively speaking, right. they I feel they weren't where they should have been for that level of movie. Right. My big question is, why are you watching that movie? It was on cable. It was on TV. You yeah. the channels, nothing else on. Um, so, I mean, I, so it was before the big explosion of the yeah. Marvel Universe. Yeah. So, it's one of those, like... Yeah, it could unravel it. You're it, right. This 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 one could could go, this one was so bad, I don't want to see Ant-Man. This one, especially if it's if it's a character well, no one thing, knows. I don't. I think it's going to be, like... It's going to be a collective of movies, more than yeah. one movie. and even if like the next movie after that is great, the best movie ever made, kind of thing. Nobody's going to go see it because if, <coughs> if Fantastic Four is bad and Ant Man is bad, see, okay. I would I would I, hope that they wouldn't do that only because like Spider Man. I'm not a huge fan of right. any of the Spider Man. I mean, the first one was good, but after that, like, but then again, also Spider Man's not really for me. Like, I don't enjoy right. Spider Man, um, but. Those movies, you know, and the Fantastic Four movies, like, for me, they didn't ruin the Marvel movies for me. Like, all the Marvel movies I've seen up till now, I enjoy. And, like, if, say, hypothetically, they did put out another Fantastic Four movie and it sucked, you know, as long as... If it wasn't associated with the Marvel Universe and it's not being... It's not being packaged as part of that collective of movies, I'm going to consider it a separate entity unto itself. Like that's yeah. that's how I would that's go into it. But I would the only thing that about people... that though is is the fact is that you didn't like the Spider Man movies. Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. Except for the the, the, amazing... Sam, the Sam Raimi versions, not the... Sam Raimi one and two, yeah. not third yeah. one. <laughs> Everything after three and but then the, the two Amazing is... Spider Man. But movies. the thing is, is that you could live with three. I can live with three. three. Amazing yeah. Spider Man one and two. I can live with them. Less though than three, yeah. And like, like I did try, I did try watching the Amazing Spider-Man. Like it, it was on, it was on cable the other day. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me give this another try. And again, it was just like, it, it, like Thor's been on a lot, Iron Man's been on a lot. Um, there was another one that's been on a lot. Like when those ones are on, I will stop and watch. Yeah, you know. It, but like Spider-Man for me, same thing with Fantastic Four. If they're on. Only reason I'm going to have them on is because there is nothing else yeah, on. Yeah, it becomes white noise in the background. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I don't think Fantastic Four. Like the problem is, is that if these movies hit a hundred million dollars, it gives the corporation a reason to make a sequel. Mm. So the only no, no, no. What it really gives is the fact is is that it's going to give any shitty director, writer, well, carte blanche to do what they want. With characters and rewrite history, Marvel history or DC history, you can go both ways now. Well, I, at this point. I, well, see, but I think, I think, I think you're right when it comes to X Men, yeah. Spider Man, and the Fantastic Four because they're the only three <clears throat> that have not are, that are not part of the Disney movie, you know, the right, corporation. Right, 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 yeah. So yeah, you know what? I agree with 100. percent That's going to give people like they're talking about X Men Age of Apocalypse that they're recasting something. But you know what? I'm okay with that. You know. They've fucked around with those characters a bunch as well. Like, a lot of people don't like those X-Men movies because, like, killing off certain people, bringing mm-hmm. in certain people, not explaining anything. Yeah. You know? And I think, again, that was prior to the idea that a a connected universe works. Marvel has proven that you can actually do a series of movies with different characters all based in the same universe and make it believable mm-hmm. and accepted. Mm-hmm. So I think now, like... 
Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, even DC is trying to now go, we know we've seen it work. Now we need to see if it can work for us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where the part of the problem is, is that, you know what, sometimes it does. It That's where people are going to be like, well, we can do whatever we want to with the X-Men because it's not under Marvel law, I guess you can kind of say. I think Disney and Marvel take more care about stuff. I don't think they're... I think that their formula has worked so well by taking the source, respecting the source material mm-hmm. enough, but twisting it just a little bit to maybe modernize it or give it a different take, kind of mm-hmm. like how they did with Arrow or mm-hmm. Smallville. I think that they, they twist it just enough to make you go, all right, it's not exactly like the comic book, but I really liked it. They're still honoring the source material. Mm-hmm. Something like this new Fantastic Four where it just went, you know what, we don't... We don't count the comic books. Yeah. This is we're just using these characters to make up. A, it's it's almost like a fan fiction film. Mm. And I I have so many friends who get pissed off when the stuff that like Gotham was on that. But go ahead. Gotham was like the big one that I've I've had Gotham's a lot of my friends to really piss me off. But for I me, watching Gotham by the way. Oh, I, I still love it. Like I've I've been sticking with it. I but here's the thing. Yeah. For me, I don't worry about whether or not. I know I've said this before. I don't worry about whether or not it sticks with canon only because I'm, I treat it as the separate like little mini universe and, unto and, itself. And, it's same thing. Like, and the reason I think that is because of Phantom of the Opera, because like Phantom of the Opera is, is I'm going, open license. Now. I'm going to allow that, but I'm going to throw in. What if they start doing that with your beloved Star Trek? It would depend on how they do it. I, 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 Honestly, I, I like think, it would I depend on it, how they do it, and and do they do it well? Does it make sense? Like uh, another good example is um, they are talking about coming out with a Phantom of the Opera TV show. I'm curious, like what they're going to do with that because you know I know I know the the source material, I know the story. I want to see like are they how how are they going to tie these different right. pieces together? What, you know? Okay, now see now. That kind of is stressing the point that I was trying to make. Mm-hmm. It depends on how close you are to the subject. Mm-hmm. Is depending on how well you receive that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not a big comic book person. No. So anything comic book related, you take with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. The core people kind of go, that's where Ed and I kind of mm-hmm. go, no, no, no. Like, you enjoy Gotham, but it pissed me the fuck off mm-hmm. when I see Harvey Dent going... That's not the fucking way it happened. Mm-hmm. Like Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne were best of friends. You can't have a thirty-year-old Harvey Dent in this this world where you have a ten-year-old or thirteen-year-old Bruce Wayne. But what you're what you're saying, like how you are with Batman, that's how I am with Phantom. Right, and that's what I'm but saying. But that's is, why I'm saying, like, you're curious. But if you saw, uh, if they yeah. took that story in a completely different way they from might... what you know about the source material, are you going to be not necessarily like I'm still watching Gotham? Mm-hmm. Because I do love what they're doing with Penguin. Yeah. I love that. Even though Penguin's kind of like, again, he was supposed to be a, a rich kid. Yeah. He never was supposed to be like from the slums. Yeah. But I'm, I like what they're doing with that character. Yeah, he is a creepy motherfucker. I, I'm not really big on, like I said, like they introduced Harvey Dent, but he's like like a hotshot young lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, him and Bruce were best friends in school. I feel like, like yeah. it, it kind of like you're kind of thrown off that timeline because when he becomes Two-Face, it is one of those things that Bruce feels personal about, mm-hmm. you know, because it was his best friend and he yeah. felt like he couldn't save him. And, and that he's, that's why he's always trying to save Harvey, not because he was this white knight, it's because they were best friends. Yeah. Like, it's not like it, how he was in, in, you know, Dark Knight where he was just hotshot great lawyer yeah it was a lifelong friend that this happened to and yeah. he feels personal about it 
And like last week, they were doing this whole Catwoman and Bruce Wayne thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like look, they're like little kids, and almost like they're, yeah. you know, and it's cute and all. But I'm just going, fuck. I mean, if you propel that 20 years later, mm-hmm. the moment Batman sees Catwoman, he's going to actually know who it is. It's See, like, so okay. So for going back to Phantom, because that I can definitely like. That's my fandom. Like, right. if if I only ever had to pick one, so. <laughs> with Phantom, and part of it has to do, I think, with the fact that the book was written so long ago, and now like anybody can grab the rights and and use it. Um, they, it's been done so many different times, and and basically, the closest film I've ever seen to the original source material was the nineteen twenty one Lon Chaney film. Well, yeah. After that. Everybody, like, there were movies that literally the only thing they took was the title. Well, yeah. And it, but there were ones that they did that with that actually kind of worked. And they well, did I like the Robert Englund one. The Robert Englund one, I love. The, the well, only one I've seen that I've ever had a problem with was the Joel Schumacher adaptation of the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Okay, yeah, and I, it's I like only because one. I didn't like his, I, I, Number one, I didn't like Emmy Rossum as Christine. I didn't buy her. I didn't like her. She looked like a fucking deer in the headlights the whole time. Um, but number two, yeah, I, I'm not a fan I'm of Emmy Rossum. That's Gerard Butler. <clears throat> Gerard Butler, I was he he looked well, he, was, pre- he, was he looked nobody. pretty for a deformed guy. Put it I, that way. He looked like he had a minor sunburn. Yeah, but, okay, well, but it was more it was more the the way that he filmed it. I did it. It wasn't. It was just the way he filmed it. I didn't well, enjoy, you know, but, yeah, but I still thing, watch it. But you know? the thing is, but, is that you're looking at a two hour movie that you can mm-hmm. throw away. You go, you know what? I don't like this version. I can throw away and does pretend it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Gotham will come back to us week after week and give us something else. We go, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, now like, it's like, you know, this instead guy. of Phantom Opera being based around a, a theater. What if it's based around a music school? What if it's a teen heartthrob show? Where it's a, it's there's a love every possi- triangle. I mean, like, there's every bo- like, possibility what, it might be. I don't know what they're basing what the it on. The core is, though, is that how you react to something mm-hmm. depends on your approximation to the source material. Phantom of the Opera, regardless of what, however mm-hmm. they do it, it's always going to mean something more to you than it's going to mean to us. Yeah. I could care less about Phantom of the Opera, yeah. to be honest. I no, mean, it's, I- it's an interesting story. And, but that's it. Yeah. You can do it a hundred different ways. It's mm-hmm. still going to be guy in a mask, falls in love with a chick, bing, bang, boom, Well, the done. only reason I'm picking that is because well, it's, it's but, right, you so, know, it's, it is my, to, it is to me right. what Batman is to right. you. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So it's, that's it's, why it's, I'm it's like. source material where you kind of go like where something like the Fantastic Four is mm-hmm. like, I've never, I grew up reading the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. So when I hear these changes, it kind of makes you pissed off. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, it does really associate how you feel personally. Yeah. Like, like, when you're, again, I'm going to mm-hmm. try to cut this so we get to the next article. Yeah. Is that, point being, is that how close you are to the source mm-hmm. is how personal you take yeah. it. Yeah. And no, and I, I definitely understand that. But, like, that's, that's why I'm saying, like, when it comes to stuff like this and I hear people getting pissed off that they're not sticking to canon. Like, I understand getting upset about it. But at the same time, I'm like... Treat it like a, a, a little bubble, and, you know, with it within the whole. Right, realm. but you're saying that to somebody who grew up. You're you're saying that about like, a, you're saying you're saying that about a subject that you care very little about. No, I don't care no, no, no. very little about it. No, you're no, making no, you're no, making no, it no, sound no, like I don't give a no, shit. No, I do. No, no, no. See, you're missing my point. You're taking it personally. What I'm saying is, is that 
you're i think honestly i feel like we're on two different pages because i am saying the exact same thing that you are and you're saying I, I that know, i'm not now i understand what she's saying you I know put it in a bottle and they think it's, you take it like it's own little separate thing right. and i'm saying that's what it's i did easy, with, with smallville with it's Lyle, with easy to out. say that when you don't have an emotional connection to a but character phantom of the opera i do i and have a very I, strong emotional connection but i still do the same thing like everything is its own little bubble because like when you were talking about the dark knight and how like they were they he was just a hot shot lawyer that didn't really bother me a lot because they were still in the same age range. Right, right. I you agree. Know, type of thing. Now you're saying that he's an adult and, and Batman's a little kid. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's too far away. Like, right. That's too far away from the source material. That's like, you can't like, you know, go back. And it, go, yeah. Oh. You can't fix that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, even in the Dark Knight, you could see a deep friendship bonding between the two of them as people. Right. Like, so you can feel him being kind of personally responsible for how Harvey turned out. In this one, in Gotham... There is no way of even that happening because right. he's a kid. You know, they did introduce Tommy, you know, who becomes Hush. Yeah. Tommy Elliot. But it's like you, that's a, that's more of an Easter egg rather than an actual right. plot line. Yeah. Like, and like I said, they're, they're trying to make Catwoman and Bruce be a lot closer. Plus the fact that know, a lot of these, a lot of these characters are going to be way older. So from, from, when Batman gets to that age <clears> where he becomes Batman, it's just like, these crap, but they they could still beat Batman. You're you're you know come close. Then Batman. Yeah, sucks. like I think Batman comes back when he come when he comes when he's first night he's Batman. I think he's like in his late twenties. Yeah, twenty nine. So if Harvey Dent, let's say, is pushing thirty, yeah, and Bruce is like twenty years younger than him, by the time Bruce becomes twenty, you're looking at a fifty year old Harvey Dent. Yeah, right. You know, a fifty year old Penguin. You know, it's like a, a I'm going to say a seventy or eighty year old Falcone, which could be plausible. Right. You know, but it, it becomes like this whole thing going, mm-hmm. like, if they would have just kept Bruce out of it completely, I think you would have maybe, and kept a lot of the rogues gallery yeah, as almost non-existent. Like, again, that whole Riddler being part of the CSI Gotham thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was horrible. Doesn't, doesn't really fit well. Cause it's annoying. Like, I kind of yeah. feel like they did have to have Bruce in there, though, only f- for for the fact that... So there is going to be a percentage of this of, of the people watching this who you know maybe they've only ever seen a Batman film like they've only there, seen there it here and there. To Batman is, what they is see in the Bruce, movies. you know, and they know Bruce Wayne. So if you know you go and you put in all these characters without Bruce Wayne, they're going to be like, I don't know what that. Like I, I know a well, little see, bit of what's that, going on, but that's I, why, I feel like that, that's the that's probably the only reason they put him in there. Well, like I said, I would have been fine with they put him in the first episode. You know, you see the tragedy that's, that spurns this whole thing with Arkham, the land about Arkham. and all, right. I, I can buy all that. I don't need to see a 13-year-old kid almost, you know, submerged in a pool because he needs to learn discipline. Like, I don't need to see how he becomes well, Batman. The thing, the thing that, always, that still bothers me because I'm still confused about is, is who's the show for? Is I know I it's know. for Batman fans, but kids? Because sometimes you go, oh, it's kind of written for kids. And there's like this lesbian thing, which I don't, you know, find anything wrong with. Right. But no. the thing is, is that the, some of that material is like so adult. You're like, some of it's not for eight o'clock. Yeah, like like you know? that is just that's just kind of too close. Like you, you know. Um, but see, I'm okay with that. Again, that comes up a parental choice. I, I think my problem with the show is, is that that it does kind of like if they would have said, okay, first first episode, the tragedy of the Waynes. Get him out, and then never go back to him. Yeah, but then that, that's the thing, though. The, because of his age and all, all those characters wouldn't be in there. You wouldn't have a penguin. You wouldn't I, have a... I'm, but except I'm, I'm, you wouldn't have It's this. weird. I'm okay with the penguin, that rise, because it's interesting. 
Uh, you know, and it's like, okay, you know what? He is like, you never really know how old. In the comics, Penguin always did look older than Batman. Yeah. So it looked like he was around for at least 20 years prior to, before he became the Penguin. Right. You know, now it's like Penguin Light. Like, you see him now as a captain, almost. Right. How does he become... Obviously, he's going to overthrow Fish at some point. Yeah. He's not going to get rid of Falcone or, or um, you know, Marone, um, the other guy. Right. Because they're still in... Falcone's part of the reason why Bruce's parents got killed, kind mm. of thing. So it's... But for me, it would have been like, you know what? Take all that. Like, have the Penguin in there. You could have done, like, just focus on the Penguin. Make it more like a cop procedural mob, like, like, like an old, not old timey, but definitely like a cop, more of a cop show. Well, like you could also do like, like not exactly like characters, but like something that like, like Catwoman, like, you know, they, they, Catwoman to give, you, yes. yeah, give you an inspiration, the Catwoman in the future, you know, like, <clears throat> yeah, someone like the kid look up to Catwoman because maybe this cat burglar, yeah, because she saw how she was like a Robin Hood of her neighborhood. Exactly. I, I okay. I can kind of see that. By the way, I did um just target like who the target audience of Gotham is. Cause I was, I was curious, well, like if anybody's written about it 18 to 34 yeah 18 to 49 yeah but the because they're prime uh, advertising but a couple um a couple different uh uh writers who wrote on you know have been writing about it are saying basically that the target audience is like uh are folks who want a mainstream crime drama so because they are talking about how dc comic fans are are you know, uh, the most I, critical of of Gotham, but I have Gotham, not heard but... one DC fan say they love this show. The thing, the thing that kind of gets me is, is that because of Bruce Wayne, the age he is in the show, is just, it's kind of reminds me of the '66 Batman, where Robin was that young kid, and now the kids looked up to him at right. that age because you're like, I could be Robin, I could be that kid, that boy wonder mm-hmm. to be Batman. Side so you a bunch of little kids killing their parents off now. So Batman, <laughs> like, like, well, no, but but the this is that... all I need is a butler and a billion bucks and <laughs> knock off my parents. Exactly, <laughs> but you know, like something along those lines. It's like you know what I could be Batman because you know if 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 I do good in the city and learn, train to be you know a. Uh, Avenger of the Night, you know, kind of thing, or right. you know, what I'm saying. So, like, like now, kids are getting inspired because they're seeing this kid do this. You know, uh, what I'm saying, like, yeah, okay, yeah, but he's not like he's crime fighting. All he's doing is studying. And I gotta be honest, this the kid who's playing Bruce, I I like him, but I'm also like, uh, he's kind of a pushover. I can see why he gets picked on. In he does. He gets he a little. Whines, I, I mean, he, he's a wild. I think he's that... like the fucking Anakin of Batman. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> say, I love when he goes off on that one kid and just. Uh, I, actually, I think my favorite character, other than Penguin, because he is just a creepy motherfucker, yeah, and I really love good. it, um, is Alfred, actually. And my one friend doesn't like, because she's used to the Michael Goff and the, the Michael Caine Alfreds, and sh- so she likes that version. He I'm like, yeah, but... proper British version. Yeah, I am loving Alfred in this. Like, I love the fact that he's teaching, like... When he hands him his, he says, "This is your father's watch," and he just fucking wails on that kid. I love see, how dark he is. I'll be honest. I wish they'd make up their mind because with Alfred, because at one moment he's the good day, sir. Can I wash your butt for you, sir? Yeah. And then the other one is there's another take on Alfred where he's supposed to be X MI six. Mm. You know, it's like make up your mind because you're you're trying to do both Alfreds. Which are you? Are you going to be the MIX MI6 Alfred? Or are you going to be the prim proper? Good day, sir. But I think it's. I, I think 
I feel anyway, he almost has mm. to have that balance because he needs to have that. He need it, it depends on who he's dealing with. You know, what? is is he dealing with, you know, just somebody who who's coming over the house or is he dealing with somebody who potentially could be a threat? Like, uh, yeah, I know? mean, OK, but I, I think he he deals that way with. Yeah, but the way the way the way I see this actor portray him is the fact is that when he does the good day, sir, can I wash your ass? He's like a weakling. And yeah. then when he's like the my ex MI six guy, he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass and you know, not even care about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, like, I, I don't it's too much duality. Like, yeah, sure you know? he's showing Bruce how to fight, but he doesn't really show any backbone of fighting experience. Like he fought a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. But if he had more of a military background, I can kinda of go like knowing how Bruce went around the globe pretty much, not from Batman begins, but from comic book lore, that he traveled the earth mm-hmm. to learn as much as he possibly yeah. could about fighting techniques and styles that seeing anything like that coming from Alfred without any kind of Alfred's background Mm. makes me feel almost empty. Okay. Like it feels like, well, he becomes Batman because Alfred helped train him. Like, and he wants, because he becomes homeschooled. It's like, where is that, that, that drive for him to go? I'm, I'm going out in the world to find out who to be because apparently he's able to do it on the roof of his own house. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on because we're getting away from from Fantastic Four to Gotham, and yeah. we can argue about this all night long. So let's argue about something else. All right. After Dumb and Dumber Two, nine other '90s comedies that could be a sequel. Get a sequel. <sighs> no. Oh. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, as long as they're good comedies. It depends on how. Again, depends it depends on, on how they do it. I'm gonna go out with a strong no. 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 <laughs> no. Okay, what's your no, list? No, All right. fuck no, they already wait, wait, did wait, wait. number five and it sucked. Yeah, well, why don't you stop chopping ahead? Nope. Of course, though, with the you know blockbuster last week of being the number one movie, Dumb and Dumber 2, making $36 million, and the Twitter went nuts over the Dawson Creek reunion photo. Really? Yes. Apparently, it went nuts. I never understood the whole Dawson Creek thing. They thought that these nine films could possibly get a single since the 90s are making a comeback. No. Okay. Are you ready for the titles? Yeah, sure. What? Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. No. I'm, I'm in. You're in? I'm in. All right. I would like to see where Romeo and Michelle are 20 years later. They're going to the... It was their 10-year reunion? <laughs> uh, yes. So yeah. they go to their 35th anniversary. Their 35th. Yeah. All right. You know what? Sure. Why not? Okay. Are they still the Darehead Ditsy? I mean, why not? It works for clerks. Yeah. Nah. So, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> My best friend's wedding. No. Okay. All right. What is it going to be? It's going to be best friend's divorce. Yeah. Or is it going to be like their kid? Like. <clears throat> all right. Did they give any plots? No. They just tell, talk about the the movie. So itself. someone went. Oh, let's just make let's Wait. let's just make up stuff. There's no like people like really seriously talking about this. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is just movies that they they thought somebody would be, in an office. Like, Dumb and Dumber Two. Like, made how it. we do? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a '90s movie. It's time for um, the First Wives Club. The Second Wives Club. Yes. Yeah. No. Is that on the list? Yes, it yeah. is. Really? Uh, the next one. Uh, nope. All right. How yeah. about There's Something About Mary? No. No. That I think that was good as a standalone. I, yeah, because it's not like. By the way, I saw that in the theaters as a "I'm sorry, my son called the cops on you" present from my aunt. Okay, that's the only reason I saw it. My my nephew, or my nephew, my cousin was learning how to dial nine one one at school, and he found a phone that was hooked up, <clears throat> and, and I just hear, 
And I'm like, dude, what are you what are you doing? Hang on that phone. Yeah, twenty minutes later, I have two cops show up on the doorstep. Wow. Nice. That was awesome. That was my first job as a babysitter. All right, yes. how about this one? The mask. No. It didn't Fuck work for no. the son of the mask. That's Fuck right. Fuck no. Unless it's Jim Carrey again. No. But even that, it's kind of like... Well, it says New Line offered Jim Carrey $10 million, but... No. Well, for the second one. Oh, that was for the second one, yeah. Yeah, and he said no. But so... now he's open to doing sequels again. Maybe the studio... Well, that's because his career, his career no. is... Reason to craft that. His career has kind of taken a yeah. hit lately. I mean, he was great in uh, Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. But the problem is he goes and, sp- he goes <clears throat> and you know, screws himself over by yeah. going, you know what, I'm against this movie because everything happened you know, with uh, some of the school violence stuff. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's just like, wow, you were fucking... Like, if he would have just kept his mouth shut, I think he would have gotten hit. He would have gotten more offers. Yeah. Right? Because he was so good in Kick-Ass 2 with the makeup and the character. You didn't even recognize that it was him. Yeah. yeah. And I had no clue he was in that movie. Yeah, and he was so good. And I'm like, Dude, actually, you... when I found out he was in was when he started talking about yeah. not promoting. Like this could have been your Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but all right. uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Liar, liar. No. Speaking of Jim Carrey. Speaking of Jim Carrey. Nah. Liar. No. What's the sequel going to be? Is his son having the problem? His son learned the lesson, or yeah. is it going to be his grandson? Yeah. yeah. You know. Again, but again, I feel like that Some was good as a standalone movie. Because like, I think what it comes down to is it's, it's the one trick pony of a joke. Yeah. It's him being able to well, tell the that truth. Too. It's, yeah. it's like, can that work again? With Romeo and Michelle, it wasn't about, it was about the two characters. I mean, I, I guess too, just with this whole list, I guess part of it also is who are you targeting this to? Are you targeting it to the people who saw the movies in the theaters no, back in the nineties or is it, or is it to the 20 somethings now? It's like 20 somethings that said, Oh, I remember seeing that movie as a kid. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, let me go see like, yeah, oh, they're making a sequel. Final. I mean, if that's the case, fine. Knock yourselves out, but I'm not going to be seeing any of them. What else you got? Kindergarten cop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that just spoke volumes right there. <laughs> Kindergarten mall cop at this point. No. You know they're making a Yeah, I saw, I saw that mall. Sequel to that one. Ooh. Yeah, he's now working at a casino. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Paul Blart mall cop. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Kindergarten cop 2. I mean, kindergarten, it'd be college cop. <laughs> now, these next two, I was kind of like, I can't see a sequel for them. I really can't. I, well, I no, can't no, see no, over no. kindergarten cops. Yeah, so. I mean, but these two really... Really stand out? Oh, yeah. Okay, what are they? The Water Boy. No. No, that, yeah. It's, it's like, how can you make a sequel out of that? I, I, I don't get that. Yeah, that is, that, that's a tough one. And this one was actually, for me, tough to watch. Um, My Girl too. They did that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Election. The Matthew actually, Broderick. You know what? This, this was a tough movie for me to watch, too. It, yeah. was, like, it was a lot of... Like it's dry. dark comedy, really. It's very dark no, comedy. I like dark comedy. Very no, I bad, do. I enjoy it, too. Very Bad Things is one of my favorite movies, dark comedy movies. Yeah. I mean, I saw this, and it, it, for me, it wasn't hard to watch. I mean, I, I think I know why it was a little hard to watch for you guys, but, like, maybe. I don't know. But, anyway, like, for me, like, I watched it, and I hate it, Tracy. Like, I seriously hate it, Tracy. And that part at the end where you know he throws the soda and everything she's getting into like i would actually be interested to see like how it how it picks up from there i wouldn't see it in theaters i would wait for dvd well uh, the reason but why I'd be, i would be interested to see like how I, where she the ends up i didn't like the movie was because i didn't think it was funny yeah that's what it came down to like i didn't find any of the characters but like 
to me, it was kind of like if you watched the British version of The Office, mm-hmm. uncomfortable humor at the time I saw this movie wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it's like like dry, supposed to be like intelligent humor. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it just turned out just to me and for me, like not funny. Yeah. Like, I didn't, people, the people I didn't think I, it was funny. I thought, but for me, it was just like that sort of. Right. Well, I mean, it was that uncomfortableness that made it interesting. It's one of those movies where it gets in its way of its own snarkiness, mm-hmm. yeah. where it tries too hard to be highbrow art comedy. Yeah. And it's like, no, you guys stop. You're being snobbish on your own jo- jokes. Yeah. Like, you know what? A good joke is be able to make fun of yourself, not be able to like, yeah. not come out with that smart like, oh, X plus Y equals Z. <laughs> and everyone else in the room goes, I don't what the it. fuck does that mean? Yeah. You know, but some of the characters, you, be, you know, like you said yourself, it's you don't consider it a comedy. Mm-mm. But most people no, do. Not at all. A lot of people say it's the funniest movie they've ever seen. And I'm I, didn't like, th- I didn't think it was funny at all. I just thought it was like for me, I spent the whole movie wanting Tracy to get what was coming to her. Right. Because she was such a colossal <clears throat> hypocrite. Right, like, and, and that's, that's, I think, where it's trying to be too smart, where it's like, oh, we're going to make her a hypocrite and make her not likable, Yeah, but then it, because you don't like her, the comedy that happens doesn't really work. You don't want, like, you don't want your hero to be unlikable. It's tough to, it's tough to do. Right. You know, it's, it's tough to sell an unlikable character. Like, it works great for Jamie Lannister. In, I didn't think she was, the hero. she was the hero in the this Well, thing? she kind of was, like, the fame. Like, I thought the Matthew Broderick character was supposed to be Matthew. Uh, to me, Matthew Broderick was the chump of the movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you well, know, he, he, he fucking got a raw deal. Yeah, like, so I never really saw him. As, I don't think he really, like, I don't know. I don't think he really, like, felt like he overcome anything. Yeah. Like, he he just kind of, like, my, my impression of him was just, like, you were a pawn. You, mm-hmm. you were kicked around. You're always going to be kicked around. You never got like, you never really got pure vengeance. Yeah. You know, you like, well, until he threw that soda or Slurpee or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. But that's, but that's what know. I'm saying. Like, I would be interested in seeing, like, if they were going to make a sequel, I would be interested in seeing where she ends up from that moment. Like, does that become a pivotal moment in her life, or is it just like no, she the, keeps going on fucking people? No, how Hollywood, literally how, and metaphorically. How Hollywood would work was be that she learned nothing from that experience. She's now running for a public office, that's a mayor or council person, and still trying to pull the same stuff. But then realizing because it's Hollywood now, yeah, that there's someone more evil than her. So now she becomes a sympathetic character and then you root for her to beat the bad guy because yeah. she actually want because even though she didn't really learn much they she made actually that, gets No wait they made that scene was called legally bond. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All yeah. right, I thought I heard that movie before. Yeah, I mean, right. let's face it. They just repackage the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. They just paint it differently and like it takes like we saw um in the movie we saw there was a movie coming out where it's these kids, they come across um, an old childhood video of this kid, him yeah. being like six years old, and they freeze frame it, and they notice the older version of him in the mirror. So apparently, this kid's father created a time machine. So they're, they're like, and they bounce from time to time to do, like, to fuck with people. Like, there's one girl who gets even with the, the school bitch, and then, as always, shit goes bad. The butterfly effect happens yeah. where doing this had this response to this, this, and this, yeah. and this. And 
it looked interesting, but as soon as it went black, I looked, turned it over to my dad and went, I like the better one's called Butterfly Effect. Mm. He's like, yeah, that was a good movie. Because it is the same movie, except mm-hmm. instead of with one person, and, you know, it's a four or five, like, best friends. It's kind of, it reminded me a little bit of, um, uh, God, I have the movie, too. The kids from across the meteor, and they all get powers. Um, begins with a C. Shit. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, you saw it with me, but they were all superheroes, and it was all, like, found footage kind of shit. Oh. Um, God damn oh. it. If I had the computer on, I would IMDB it. It began in the Chronicle. There you Chronicle. go. Oh. Chronicle. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. It was, it was there. It reminded me of that because they're kids and it's, it's kind of found footage. Yeah. And I'm like, some of the shots didn't seem like they should be found. Yeah. But it is like, oh, we go back in time to yesterday and, oh, we go back in time and, you know, we find out what the lottery number is and now we're all millionaires. And yeah. then, you know, and then there's like a ripple effect or some sort. And they go, oh, well, this plane crashed. Why did this plane crash? And again, they start realizing that some of the stuff they've done has now had, has completely fucked the world to almost the point where the world's going to get destroyed. So they got to come back and find out where it is. And I guarantee you, it's going to probably, and go back to that point in that, when he's in sixth grade, his his sixth birthday party. I don't know. It's going to loop back to that for some reason. He's either going to kill his the copy of himself, or he's going to kill the six. The, the six, you know, something's going yeah. to happen. Looper. That actually just made me think of. Um, <clears throat> I, I was listening yeah, to. Yeah, a good point though. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast um, called "Who Stole What," and they did. Usually, they do music because these these two guys right. are, are musicians. Um, but they they did a special episode on Hunger Games because dude was walking by like all these protesters, and they had like. You know, the, um, what the fuck is that church called? Uh, Westboro Baptist right. was like protesting. And then there's like this one random guy standing there with a sign that says Hunger Games ripped off Battle Royale. So they did, did a whole episode. And I had yeah. no clue. So they actually got to the point where it was like, you know, people, you know, companies were thinking of, I forget who, but a company was thinking of doing a Battle Royale um, like reboot and they realize yeah. like at this point they can't do it only because everybody's going to think it's a rip off of hunger games even though you know right. and it's it's doubtful you know i mean it's up in the air I, whether or not um the the author of the hunger games actually knew about it. like she said she had no it, clue about battle royale here, here's, but it's a, it's a similar concept it's, and it's been done concept, before. Because, because here it comes i guarantee you with any movie you pick any we'll, we'll play this game one day i can break down it you either have your stories go like this Man versus nature, mm-hmm. man versus himself, man versus man. Mm-hmm. Those are your three main yeah. plots that go through every movie. Mm-hmm. And every movie comes across that. And they all play different th- areas on those themes. Whether good guy has to either overcome. Like Tom Cruise was great at the, in his early in his career, his man versus himself. Mm-hmm. To get over what his, his fault is, his right. fear or something. Man versus man, very simple. Bad guy versus good guy. Yeah. Man versus nature, where someone goes against society or someone goes against, like, you know, the literal sense of Twister or, mm-hmm. you know, Dante's Peak, something that's so big that you can't seem to. It's amazing that this person goes through it. It's like the, those journey arcs that repeat in every movie and in the literature. So that's why she could never have known about Hunger Games. Like, you know, she could have never known about Battle Royale when she was creating Hunger Games because it is a great story about mm-hmm. how one person can can lead a revolution to overthrow a tyrannical government. Mm-hmm. 
sounds like Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you can literally go and, and if you know the plot of any movie, you can f- figure out that plot when you watch another movie. You go, mm-hmm. I know where this is going to... That's the reason why it's, it's, I, it happens a lot when I'm watching TV. Mm. When I go, oh, you know, I've seen enough TV and I've seen enough movies that I know... Like, Dad was watching um, Criminal Minds, new one. Mm. And guy gets kidnapped by these kids. And he's thrown and they're telling him to strip down. And I'm like, I guarantee you, and the guy's married with a kid on the way. They moved from another. He used to be a lawyer. I'm like, I'm on the bet you dad. Haven't seen the episode at all. I just walked in, heard that one line. He was he was abusing those kids. They find him and they're going to teach him a lesson. And his wife is pregnant. I bet you they're having a son. And dad's like, okay. And I go out to have a cigarette and I hear, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And I was like, yeah, it's sleepers. Ah, Yeah. yeah. That, 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 um, what do you call Kevin Bacon, Brad Pitt movie, Dustin Hoffman, where, oh, as kids, we were abused in this reform school. And they also used the Sandusky trial as almost like a a thin baseline as a reference point where underprivileged kids, you know, wayward kids are being taken advantage of. Something must have triggered. Oh, one of the kids committed suicide. There's your trigger. Yeah, like you yeah. know, it was one of those like. And he was dad's like, why do I bother watching the show? I could just <laughs> first five minutes, you got everything figured out. I'm like, the fun is seeing how the story progresses. Yeah. It's the journey. Like Shutter Island, we knew going in how it was going to end. Yeah, but it was I wanted to see how they got to that. Like, was there like a clear moment where you just go, holy shit? Yeah, that's how you did it. That's awesome. Or oh, it's your well, just like you're gone, girl. Like you were saying, yeah. Right? Like you, you, you were like, oh, it's gonna be this, 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 this. And it and didn't. Then, and then. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Whenever something like that happens, and I get surprised, I'm going, oh, all right, I'm in. Yeah. All right. So, anything else? We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, no. I mean, yeah, we can wrap it up. I mean, you know, I got a couple more no, stories, but got, was there one that was jumping out? I think you wanted just to? one quick one. This one's this one's gonna be a quick one. I, I thought that I would just like right. to share with the. The viewing audience, okay. listening audience. Uh, if you want Star Wars footage, our viewing, our viewing audience, <laughs> yeah, viewing audience, our listening audience. If you want Star Wars footage, you'll need to see this movie. Of course, they're talking about the teaser trailer for Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. It's going to be before The Hobbit. Yes, thank you. No, I'm just. I'm, that's what the article said. Yes, I'm just. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's before The Hobbit. I read that too. Yeah, thanks for jumping. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks for. Thanks for. I was building I, up and building up, but you're really? like, fuck you. I'm, I'm just going to. <laughs> I thought like if that's where you drop the cat on the bag right now. <clears throat> Actually, well, I saw some folks. This is what I got to deal with week after week. <laughs> I work so hard. If you yeah. work so hard, you're just re- reading verbatim. I just I have to rehash these stories. We can't well, you me. said you went quick, so I, went right. I, I didn't bury the lead. You want to see the teaser trailer for episode seven, Goosey Hobbit? <laughs> there and there you go, kids. I, I do. Have you seen? I saw a fake trailer, a fake teaser that looked almost plausible. Almost, almost, almost. Ellis actually posted it on his page, and I think. He posted it as this is so fake, but I think a lot of people were going, Oh my god, I can't wait. It's like the music, and then they had it looked like um Harrison Ford's head superimposed like his his recent head yeah. smiling at somebody on a camera, like in camera, but it looked like his head was superimposed on Qui-Gon's like um Jedi suit. Or like he looked very like not Jedi-ish, but he looked like he was on Tatooine and he was like wearing like stylish, like stylish clothes. But it wasn't anything you've seen him in before. Right. I'm like, someone looks like somebody. And it looked like 
it looked like his head was really superimposed. And then they had a Mark Hamill shot, but again, it was like a dark. And I'm just going, that's that doesn't look anything. Like it, <laughs> I'm like, it looks really fake. But a lot of people were really buying into it. And I'm just going, yeah. I, I, I'm like, if that's if that's that, you know, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So the teaser would be like, oh, the Force Awakens next year at Christmas. Yes. <laughs> So it's coming out. It's coming out. Uh, the Hobbit is obviously coming out December seventeenth of this year. We will which be, there. be a year and a day for the Star Wars movie. So that's why they thought that this would be the appropriate. Yeah, movie sure. Why not? Wait a show. year. You know, so. I'm, I'm, I wonder if. Uh, ooh, here's a little. We'll have to keep a track of this. I wonder if they'll have a teaser for Batman v Superman in the beginning of Avengers two. Because hmm. it'll be May and next coming out in March, yeah, of next of 2016. Yeah, hmm. so yeah. I also saw a new pre- a tra- trailer for the Mordecai. Johnny Depp is Mordecai. Hmm. It, it's like the bumbling uh, inspector. Like it's very funny. I, I if you can it's find the Pink Panther. Yeah, almost. But he comes to America, you Got know, it. and he, he's very very uptight. Uh, Olivia Munn's in it. Oh, really? Yeah, and she plays. Um, I guess she plays like her, their version of a Bond villain because she's like a, supposed to be like a notorious nymphomaniac of some sort. <laughs> uh, Peter Benchley's in it. Not Peter Benchley. Peter Benchley was the guy who wrote Jaws. Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it, but also the guy who plays the voice of Jarvis, who's going to be Vision. Oh, right. He's right, right. in it. He plays like uh, Mordecai's manservant. You know, and then he, there's like a scene where he's at the hotel and, and the guy's behind him going, "Would you like us to take your bags to your room?" And he goes, "No." I have a butler for that. <laughs> I'm going to post it on our Facebook page. Yeah, it looked really cute and really funny, but it also a lot of people go, oh, it looks stupid. Yeah. It's one of those like, oh, it looks dumb. You know, I, it looks kind of funny. Yeah. You know, so. Well, and I, I kind of like that it's Johnny Depp not playing Johnny Depp. Makeup. Like oh. as, okay, let me rephrase. In, the, in a Tim Burton or a Jack Sparrow, like he's not He's going to be something other than a pirate and a just Tim Burton. Oh yeah, it's that, like well, well, she's saying that Johnny Depp has gotten you know he, like he's coming out with this in the wood into yeah, the woods. Yeah, it looks like he's playing the Cheshire Cat. You uh, know? and he's got like you know makeup and claws, and yeah. it's not really it's not a Tim Burton or a you know Pirates of the Caribbean. It's character. Let me rephrase. It. He doesn't look like Johnny Depp. Like he right. he looks like Johnny Depp. But not Johnny Depp. He's got a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good ah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and he has a lot of hair, too. Yeah. Like, he it's kind of looks... like when Superman puts his glasses and plays yes. the ball. All right, yeah. okay. He's got this big... I can suspend disbelief long enough to be like, he's okay. Got, he's got this big, bushy mustache, but it's kind of like curled like a handlebar mustache. Because the thing is, it's like all the movies I've seen him in recently, I'm like, oh, look, it's Johnny Depp playing blah. Yeah. Not saying he's not good. It's like, just it's gotten to a point where it's the same character over and over and over again. Watch the trailer because he does come off very Johnny Depp esque. It's Johnny Depp doing a British accent. Ah, so it's but he, and 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 coming off very. I'm gonna you can look very Spectre Clouseau ish actually because he is kind of like a mumbling, bumbling kind of doofus. Okay, but for some reason he's an international spy. Like I think it's one of those. We'll get the idiot to pretend that he thinks he's a spy. Well, all the other stuff's going on behind him. Johnny English. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's the feeling I got when I saw this. Very, like, I couldn't put my hand, my finger on it. But yeah, you explained it perfectly. <laughs> See? Going back to everything that's old is new again. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It is very Johnny English. Like, I'm this. Oh, yes. And then, 
all the action's going on behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. I just posted it to our Facebook page. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to call a night. What do you think? All right. Yeah, sure. Why yeah. not? All right. Okay. So you've been listening to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. You can catch us every Sunday night on those stations. Those apps. When you search those just apps. those apps. Those places. Those places, y'all. Yeah, uh, those places. All of a sudden, he's southern. From about six to about nine thirty ish. This point, quarter after ten. Whenever the hell we all, shut all up. Fa- all fairness, we did start fifteen minutes late. Yes. we did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, but in the meantime, if you want to listen to us live, do so like now. But you will probably already are. Um, fuck it, I don't care at this point. I'm getting ready to wrap but the show. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean and anything we've talked about, you can contact at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Eric, you can contact her at Eric at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Eric with a K. And if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us. You can also check us on Twitter at Geeksters and on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. I think that pretty much sums everything up. Yeah, yep. they're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Woo. See you next week, folks. Bye. Hey, everybody. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little bit of technical difficulty, but hopefully this works. Like the whole murder death, at, murder at <laughs> CSI Orlando. Apparently, time didn't fly for him. Gosh, Mickey, it looks like murder. Look, <laughs> 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 okay, again. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted this part. Like, you know, uh, let's get another one. <sighs> Guess the haunted mansion just became a murder scene. <laughs> I love computers. <laughs> just so can see if I can just loop the yeah yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, that was that. We hope you enjoyed part three. <laughs> that one was just for me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you listen to Geeksters. <laughs> God, I need that as a hot button on my phone. Just any moment where I just feel like going, yeah, you know what? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. It would be great for one of those moments where I do that stupid line. Ow! The show. <laughs> like, huh? Huh? It's going on my testicles laminated. So look for that for a future bit in uh, Geeksters. <laughs> I'm going to work on that one. <laughs> I know it's out there somewhere. Just a stinger of the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, 
podcast. So if you want to look forward to that, you can do so uh, every Sunday night from 6 to about 9.30-ish on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tuned in, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Oh, that sounded way too professional. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that little bit took a little out of me. I'm all like winded and like, oh. Well, I'm coming off the high of the CSI, <laughs> CSI Disney. Yeah. <laughs> CSI Disney. Huh? <laughs> Gosh, looks like murder, Mickey. <laughs> Donald's the medical examiner. We never really know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> it's Mickey and Minnie, Goofy. Oh, Chip and Dale. <laughs> That's our first case. What are Chip and Dale? Are they brothers? Oh, are they, or are they lovers? Are they lovers? It's Indiana Jones and uh, Magnum P.I. <laughs> Again. Yeah, I mean, they're teamed up. Do you ever notice? One's wearing a Hawaiian yeah. shirt, the other one's got the Indiana Jones garb. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Is he saying that Indiana Jones is gay? <laughs> no, they're just saying that it's the duality of Tom Selleck could have been Han, uh, could have been Indiana Jones, but it, it didn't. So you could have had that, that Tom oh. Selleck, you know, he was Magnum P.I. at the time. He could have been Indiana Jones, so why not get a little glimpse of what that could have looked like via chipmunks <laughs> with cute little annoying voices. Anyway, um, so like I said, uh, Sunday nights, 6 to whenever, 6.30, 6 to about 9.30-ish, AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tuned in, iHeartRadio. Just check for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Um, uh, don't forget to go to our Geeksters Facebook page. Just type in Geeksters Radio in the search engine, and you'll see our. Probably, we should be the only one. <laughs> go click our like page. Like, go click the like button. Tell your friends about it too, so that way when they check, click that, they can also click on the about to find where you can find this program. Another fine programming. No, it's just our fine programming. Yeah, it would either be on wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Yeah, or iTunes. Or iTunes. See iTunes. Uh, Actually, I was more like Christopher Walken. iTunes. <laughs> I didn't hear Christopher Walken. You didn't hear Christopher Walken? No, no, no. You know, <laughs> you can hear us on iTunes. You're stretching it. Yeah, I had this podcast shoved up my ass <laughs> for five years. Now there I, you go. Now man. I give it to you. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> that was better. Christopher Walken. There it is. It was in there somewhere. I just had to find the right <laughs> phrasing. The right rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> but also uh, follow us on Twitter at At Geeksters or Instagram at At Geeksters Radio. That's right. And if you want to contact Sean and you think we talked to him, just want to talk to Sean. And contact Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. <laughs> or if you want to contact Ed and go, what the fuck was that? You can do so at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at WordsWithGeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. For the record, I'm the only one I can do voices. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was, a, I was like, hey, yeah. That was the squirrely mobster. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. Muggsy's going to take your fingers, see? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we hope you enjoyed this fine program. We'll see I mean, you next week. Yeah, we will, I guess. Bye. Something funny happened? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs> <laughs>